Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Goonies World. I am Johnny Farrow, also known as Sean, and with me is my good friend, Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, everybody. And, of course, we have the eponymous Goonie himself, also known as Colin. That's me. Hello. And tonight we're going back to the world of Jupiter Springs as Ryan is taking us through the quest for Captain Kronos as Plunger and Dickie try to find the fabled VHS tape of the uh, classic Hammer film. Hammer documentary. Sorry, it's a documentary, actually, of uh, uh, youth-oriented vampires uh, in Eastern Europe. But uh, we will let that unfold in the story as it goes on. You'll see I'm already in character with Plunger. And you had uh, traveled to Valley Video, where you uh, located what you had thought was going to be a copy of this uh, movie, um, and excitedly brought it back to your uh, grandmother's detached garage, only to find that it was not what uh, it was not the correct tape. Oh, a very, um, a very different captain. Yes, uh, some Captain Kangaroo uh, movie had had somehow found its way into the gray plastic uh, flip open box that the tape had been stored in, and uh, I believe this was, um, you know, a great a great disappointment to uh, all three of the kids. Um, and I believe they were planning to go back and uh, give that clerk at the video store uh, a bit of a talking to or, or something. I'm not sure what the plan is, but uh, it, it should commence now. Uh, I do well. have a, cor- a correction to make, though, before we start. I, I wanted just to make sure, because last session I said um, that the when I was talking about my character, Dickie, I said the um, podcast my the Dickie Newton podcast uh, came out episode one came out on the 17th of October but that was wrong it would have come out on the 24th which the listeners would have been aware of by now but I just wanted to make that correction and now we can begin now we could very well but of course you are speaking of the uh the Eastern Orthodox calendar is a very similar misconception about the exact date of Easter. Uh, These confusions over podcast dates have their roots in the separation of the Eastern and Western Roman empires. But that is another story to get into for another day. And Dickie, I'm very upset about this Captain Kangaroo business. Now, despite the fact that Captain Kangaroo is widely known in certain circles to have been a covert operative for the Central Intelligence Agency, uh, uh, Mr. Green Jeans, I believe, is his handler. Uh, We we certainly do not have time to get into that conspiracy at the moment. But it could be related, like, maybe uh, they, they were messing with us, like they knew that, at least that you would know, that it was uh, CIA, so maybe they were sending us a message. Well, they knew that I would know, but they didn't know that I knew that they would know that I knew, you see. Therefore, your logic is flawed. No, I don't see, but um, I think, I still think that it was uh, a secret message to us, like, stop what you're doing. Yes, yes. You're getting too close to the truth. Well, uh, that is perhaps correct. And I did feel that that, obviously, the, obviously that video store employee has something to hide. Well, he could be CIA. He could I be mean, CIA. I mean, I know you were leaning towards vampire, but... That's correct. Of course, he could be both. Oh, I never thought of that. Do you really think there's, like, a contingent of vampires working for the CIA? Absolutely. I just... The the V-Squad? The V-Squad has been active since the late 1950s. (laughs) It's widely known. See, I've never thought about it, but now I'm certain. I I I know for a fact. Yeah, you you missed my monograph on the subject, Chip. I will, uh... I'll have a copy mimeographed and, and get that to you as soon as possible. Please save it for some light bathroom reading. However, uh, yeah. However, Chip, it is unlikely that this particular 
uh, video store employee. He's CIA material. He simply does not have the upper body strength. Um, so, yeah, well, I don't really understand how this all ties together with, like, the vampires in the CIA and stuff, but uh, I kind of do want to see that movie, uh, you know, tonight, if possible. Uh, yes, I do, too. And as far as how everything ties together, everything ties together, my friend. And as to how, I'll give you one word. Illuminati. But that is a... That is for another time. That is invest- an investigation for another time. And, Plunger, you should know better when you say that word. You have to s- whisper it. I know. I've forgotten. I, you never know who is listening. Of course, I, I regularly sweep the my grandmother's detached garage for bugs. But you never know. There could be long-range listening devices. So you're absolutely correct. I stand corrected, uh, laser yeah, man. You don't sweep it for regular bugs. I know that because <laughs> I've got. I can see some cockroaches. Well, when my friends keep coming over here and you know leaving their graham cracker crumbs uh, bedewed with marshmallow fluff, it makes it rather difficult. And well, uh, I'm not, not to going make... to wear a bib. I refuse. Well, um, I, you know, we were all happy on your ninth birthday when your mother did stop making you wear that bib, and, and so yeah. I'm yes, a there's yeah, there's nothing I can do about the crumpled beer cans that my brother's rock bands has left down on the lower half of the detached garage where their practice space is either. Um, uh, my exercise is purely uh, for mental focus, which is why I've chosen to develop the brain over all other muscles. But Chip is right about one thing. We do need to see that film, and we need to see it tonight. So I recommend that we get back on our bikes and right back up to Valley Video and demand yeah. that, that that strange clerk, who's obviously a daywalker, you know, give us, give us uh, the satisfaction that we require as consumers and as investigators. Yes, we were duped like amateurs, and I am not happy about it. Yes, who does he think he's dealing with here? Yes. Well, we'll show him. That's right. Uh, Chip, I, I hope that you've got your ninja skills ready to go, because we may need, we very, may very well need your ninja skills uh, later this evening. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been working on those, so um, we should be, uh, we should, you know, I hopefully they don't come in necessary because, you know, he's, uh, He's uh, older, like an adult and everything, and kind of bigger and stuff. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. There's one thing I do think I need. And Plunger walks over to a, a drawer, and he looks both ways and opens up the drawer. And he takes out this really, like, gory Catholic crucifix, right? It's got, like, the naked, bloody Jesus on it. It's This was made in Germany in the 1930s. Uh, my grandfather brought it back from his travels. I've been saving it for just such an occasion. I'm going to put this in my backpack just in case we need it. Into the backpack okay. with you, Yeshua. Um, so, and I don't remember from the Exfanguination games, but uh, real quick before we get going on that, um, Goonie, what's the lore on how uh, you know Exfanguination vampires would react to, to crucifixes? Yeah. Does the power of Christ compel them? Yes, it does have an effect. Yeah, um, and I can't remember what happened in our game either, but I think it was like it bugged them at least, you know. Because yeah, I think that the priest in the hospital had a... I think yeah. it uh, would do some damage. Uh, <clears throat> but um, with this system, you know, anyway, it was, you know, something very light anyways, I think. So... You know, it's yeah. not going to kill them, I can say No, that. no. And I think our listeners will forgive us if we make slight breaches of canon uh, throughout our adventures on the podcast. But, yeah, I... And I don't expect he, he's... I might not even need it, you know. He's mostly got it for drama. But, yeah, <laughs> so... And generally speaking, crosses have an effect, but they're not uh, lethal or anything. You know, they'll they'll they might hurt, they'll burn a little. You know, they'll they will not want to be in close proximity to one. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. 
Yes, and not for the God. reasons that are commonly supposed. It's not because uh, Yeshua ben Nostri, otherwise known as Jesus, was any sort of holy figure. Um, as is well established in Gnostic lore, he's actually uh, being from another dimension. Uh, so that is why the vampires find uh, his his uh, symbols so objectionable. But that's another story. That sounds like some Musterite stuff. Well, you know, um, there's... Uh, lovely young Musterite lady in town. Uh, a very large family of them, in fact. But again, just too much lore packed into one episode is just not good for anyone. <laughs> so we will we will leave the Musterites behind us for a moment. However, the Musterites uh, do have connections to the alien conspiracy. But again, another story, folks. Another story. For now, yes. let's ride our bikes back up to that Valley video yes. and and well, give that. Give that uh, Daywalker a piece of our mind and demand the appropriate documentary film, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. I do not have any uh, vampire repellents or anything like that, uh, but I have uh, watched Crocodile Dundee a lot. I know it's unrelated, but I am feeling very tough right now, so I think that will suffice. Well, if you think that Crocodile Dundee is re- unrelated to vampire lore, then you're merely exposing your naivete, my friend. Well, but I again. should have known. <laughs> yeah, I'm silly. I'm him. I just, uh, of course, yeah. There's always a connection. There's always a connection. There's always a connection. But uh, that being said, uh, I believe we've chit-chatted long enough, and uh, I'm uh, one last little lick of marshmallow fluff here. To fortify myself, and uh, yep, yep. Let's, uh, to the bikes, gentlemen. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> with that, you you exit the uh, detached garage, and all three of you guys hop on your bikes and uh, begin riding. And um, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's 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 a little bit chillier. I mean, it's sort of getting into the fall and everything, and um, it's kind of. Uh, starting to get dark earlier these days, you know, and uh, the sun's been kind of sagging down the uh, western sky. And um, you, you are, you have a pretty uneventful ride uh, for the, like the first half, um, you know, just pedaling away. But as you are uh, passing the Starbright Arcade, you see a, a group, another group of three kids. These guys are, you, you, you vaguely know them um, from school. They're a grade ahead of you. Um, you probably don't even know their names, but they look familiar. You've seen them in the halls and everything. And um, the tallest one, this uh, very tall, really, for especially for a kid this age, uh, blonde, sort of preppy-looking kid, shouts out to you as you're pedaling past and he's like hey nerds where you going don't respond don't acknowledge him you you couldn't possibly comprehend what we were up to friend and uh then he just looks around really quickly back and forth between his two buddies and he says did you guys see that that nerd flipped me off let's get him and um (laughs) they all hop on their bikes and like or begin pedaling after you um Hmm. attempting to chase you apparently high speed chase so yes uh either that or we activate our ninja but they are older Uh, and bigger and pleasure you're never going to be pe- be able to pedal fast enough. No, I've played... We'll have to face them at some point. I actually have a baseball card stuck in my back tires, which well, creates a, a slight high-speed situation. But uh, we'll, we will attempt to outrun them, friends, and if not, we'll have to, uh, un- we'll have to use our ninja skills. All right, well, I think probably... Plunger would likely be the slowest um, of the three, three, so he would, uh, uh, if he has some uh, something he would like to to attempt to roll for. I'm going to shout, release it, marshmallow fluff, um, 
to uh, make them wipe out. That's actually a great idea. That's actually a great idea. We'll we'll uh, release some marshmallow fluff on their tires. Some, and uh, uh, yeah, like a fluff spill. Yeah, fluff spill on the on the floor that will on the ground. But I am. Uh, I think I will. I will use my uh, encyclopedic brain. I know a little bit about everything, and I know just e- exactly how much of the viscosity of the marshmallow fluff uh, compared to this asphalt and the rubberized surface of their tires would result in a complete and total spin-out of their tires. But unfortunately, friends, we must waste an entire bottle of this marshmallow fluff on this endeavor. So I'm going to roll my my dice. Uh, how many well, dice do I... will say this. Yes, sir. You... you, you, you Given the size of the jar yeah. and the spacing of these kids on bikes, um, you can, you think you can take one of them out? So you have to pick. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. We'll take the. F- I can get the first one at least. So I'm going to roll my four dice for encyclopedic brain, and I have a six and four is ten, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen altogether. Nice. Wow. Well, no. <clears throat> I'm sorry. That's uh, sixteen. Still. That's yeah. um, a wow. Yeah, that's still quite quite good. And it sounded like you were going for the the sort of leader, the taller, blonde yeah, kid, yeah, the instigator. All right. Well, you toss a jar of marshmallow fluff at this uh, <clears throat> kid's front tire, <laughs> and it explodes right in front of it. And um, he just begins you know, sort of like a, a bit of a skid as this fluff coats his front tire and then he rolls over almost instantly the back tire as well and he and he kind of tilts over to the side and and skids out and um sort of comes to a stop uh and hops off his bike while his friends sort of stop and uh he's like i'll get gonna get this cleaned off and then you're dead Okay, this reminds you, I wasn't flipping you off before, but I am now. If you can't hear this, let me turn it up. And, you know, I start with the, you know, make it look like I'm cranking up my middle finger. And, right, okay. um, yeah. And then, Dickie, give him the full moon. Uh, I I think you're better suited for that. <laughs> my moon is fuller. But yeah. never mind, we're on a mission. This taunting can only take us so far. It'll slow us down. <coughs> I'll have to add these guys to the to the book of grievances, the list of enemies. <coughs> yes, but those enemies have uh, <coughs> have been dealt with for the moment for the in presence. a way that I was not at all expecting, but which is quite appropriate. So. Yeah, it was a good idea. Yeah, and a good role uh, at that. Yes, it was. So you continue your ride <clears throat> into uh, or towards uh, Valley Video and um, arrive there. And as you are pulling into the parking lot, you see a very nice looking Harley Davidson chopper uh, parked right near the front door. Hmm. Yes. One of these days, we'll have to trade on our bikes for something similar. Yeah, but you know, those bikers, the uh, the Night Rangers, Yes, they're, they're trouble. That is true, although I can make a certain phone call to Hardgate Penitentiary where my, where my uncle is incarcerated, and I believe that he has a few Night Rangers who owe him some favors. So that's good. If it comes down to it, but uh, yes, we should be on our guard. Chip, be on the lookout. (coughs) You are the official. You are the official combat operative of this triumvirate, Chip. So be on your lookout for biker danger. Chip is coughing because he's been smoking reefer, probably. Well, I mean, I do occasionally indulge, but you know. Well, reefer. Just, is, I'm just experimenting at this age. Reefer is merely, you know, it's, uh, actually, it's not as healthy as some people would have you believe. But it was merely outlawed due to the uh, fact that when uh, prohibition was was uh, repealed, uh, the entire apparatus of the uh, ATF would have fallen apart without a uh, 
without a, a, a drug to demonize and criminalize. But again, that's another story for another day. So, so the three of you uh, dismount your bikes <clears throat> and uh, walk in towards the front door. And you can see uh, into the store quite clearly. And you see that there is um, the same clerk as when you were here just a little bit ago um, is working. And you see there is a man with like a biker cut on in a black t-shirt and he's got uh kind of longish hair pulled back into a ponytail and like a big full long sort of beard he's got a pair of uh, sunglasses on which is kind of stupid given that it's you know getting dark um but uh he's and he's got you can see he's got one of these um plastic gray plastic flip open video cases in his uh, left hand that he's like holding up and he's kind of shaking it a little bit and he looks you can see from the expression on his face he looks a little bit um annoyed uh and the clerk just seems to is kind of like shrugging his shoulders and shaking his head and you walk into the front door and you who's going who's who's going first um well as the leader is my painful responsibility all right, so Plunger pushes the door open. And, you know, it's got on the other side, on the inside of the door, it's got like a little bell, a couple little bells hanging from like a piece of yarn uh, wrapped around the little uh, push lever that, that pu- you push to open it when you, because you pull it to go in from the outside, but you push it, you know, to go out from the inside. And it's got like, and as you push it, these barrel bells kind of jingle. And um, both of the, you know, the clerk and this, this guy kind of both kind of look over at you. And the guy in the sunglasses, Plunger, you can't really see his eyes because they're behind these sunglasses, but you feel like he's locking eyes with you just briefly, and you get a sense of, like his face sort of briefly contorts into what appears to be some sort of sense of confusion combined with recognition and as and you you're kind of walking in, in imagining this shot over plunger's shoulder kind of in slow motion as you walk in and the camera pans over and his head turns and you you know you guys see each other and then the you know return to normal motion and his head swings back and he begins resumes you know talking with the with the clerk and they're significantly or sufficiently far away at this point that you can you can hear that they are talking but you can't hear exactly what they're saying okay. but it does sound like the man uh, the customer uh, seems upset about something. You can tell mm-hmm. that much. And I feel that he may have had some sense of recognition towards that plunger. Like he was confused. Like he, like he, yeah, like he, like he was confused about, like or like you look like maybe somebody yeah. that he knew, but he, you couldn't possibly be them. So it like was my just uncle. Weird. Mm-hmm. All right. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you do know that he is in the Night Rangers as you as you. You know, now you can see his back. You see that it's a Night Rangers. Night cut Rangers, yes. Well, well, well. Okay. So let's, uh, sounds like uh, we have an unsatisfied customer, fellas. Let's uh, cautiously approach and wait our turn in line. What do you think, Dickie? Well, yeah. But remember, just we got to stay angry if we want to get results. Because we, we can't let him get away with what he did. So no, yes, let's but not, I will use. Let's let's not mellow out too much. Let's stay angry. Very well, uh, very well. Uh, Although I prefer a I prefer a calm, cool, even measured sort of anger, restrained rage, restrained seething. rage. Yes, seething, seething is a very very good vocabulary word. Thank you. And let us not forget, we have Chip with us, and he just you know exudes toughness and and uh, juvenile angst. So I think we should be fine. Yeah, he's got and, uh, hormones coming out of his ears. <laughs> and hormones coming out of his bedroom, too. <laughs> yeah, I think he may have been held back in second or third grade, because he seems about a year ahead of us in almost every way. Oh, anyway, I should have made the hormones joke. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it sounds like what you were going to be doing is basically approaching the counter and getting in line behind this guy. That's right, getting in line behind the uh, disturbed biker. All right. Well, as you approach uh, 
the counter to get in sort of line behind this now and and there's like you know those um what are they i can't remember what they're called but there's like little barriers with like the poles with the nylon strips that come out and like attach to the next pole and right just like it to to like guide you like cattle through the line right yeah Yeah. right and then there's you know like please wait here sign at the end of the sort of queue and i assume you're gonna queue up at that you know we'll we'll follow the expected procedures for now and um as you walk up to the sign um you hear you can hear the guy, the Night Ranger guy, and he's like, I know it. this sounds so bizarre, and you're not, I, I, I sympathize completely with you, all right, but I swear to God, every goddamn song on here, well, not everyone, but most of them, I wrote them, I'm telling you, I wrote at least a good half of these songs on this tape. And, and and the the clerk's like, well, I I I, I complete. I mean, I'm really sorry about that, but I don't know. Do you want a refund? It's, uh, I'm not sure what you want me to do. I I I, I mean, I can. I, well, I don't want a refund now. I don't expect no refund. I just and he looks around, sort of conspiratorially to see if anybody's listening, and he sees that you're with an earshot. He kind of leans in and says, I just need to find. The time traveling vampires that stole my songs and sold them to this. And he holds up the video and says, Johnny Cash guy. <laughs> now he says, well, he says, you know, live in Folsom Prison. Well, that song he wrote, he says he wrote about that. I wrote that about Hardgate. It's true. I was in there, you know. Well, you know, I don't know anything about any vampires stealing songs or anything. I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, I'll just take that. And he grabs the the plastic case and drops it into a bin behind the counter. It's like, if you don't want a refund, um, I'm afraid that's, uh, that's really all I can do. I don't uh, I don't have any information about any, uh, anything else that you're interested in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Puncher, and uh, are you hearing all this? Yes, I'm hearing it. Time traveling vampires. And the guy says, "All right, well, I guess I'll carry on my search then." And he uh, turns around and gives you another kind of funny look, plunger, but then just uh, begins to walk towards the door. Unless you know you're gonna do stop him or whatever. I don't know. Do I know you, friend? And he stops and turns around. I can't help it. I just want to talk to this guy. Well, I I don't think so, but there's something about you that that looks familiar to me. I couldn't help but overhear that you've spent some time in Hardgate Penitentiary. That's right. Well, as it so happens, my uncle happens to be incarcerated there through no fault of his own, of course. He knows too much. Oh, well. <laughs> Nobody's ever in prison who ever did nothing wrong. That's, That's sure. true. But uh, perhaps you know him, Melvin Grubb? Melvin Grubb. I do indeed know your uncle. He is a very good man. Yes, he is. He's he is a very part good of the reason man. I am now on the outside of Hardgate instead of on the inside. I see. I see. Say no more, friend. Say no more. I, since we are mutual acquaintances, I mean, since you and Melvin are mutual acquaintances, I couldn't help but overhear you talking about time-traveling vampires. Yeah, that's right. So you believe in the blood-sucking menace and that it truly exists? Well, I I didn't before uh, I spent time in, in Hardgate, but... The more and more I, evidence I gathered, the clearer and clearer it became that my problem was not, in fact, as I had imagined, that Hank Williams Jr. stole all my songs. No, no, he was getting them from somewhere. He was getting them from those time-traveling vampires. And they not only did they give him to, to Hank Williams Jr., they gave him to this this talentless hat called Elvis Presley. They gave him to this, this Johnny Cash guy that I just returned that video. They gave him to, they gave him to all sorts of 
countless hacks crawl across the country, and that's just a mess. And I gotta figure out a way to get them back. You're saying you, sir, wrote all like the famous songs that those other uh, musicians got famous for? Like, that's right. If, if there's a hit that you've heard of, especially a country hit, but not only country hits, but especially country hits, and it seems like I could have written, if I wrote it in maybe 1986, well, maybe they steal it and take it back to 1966, and somebody records it, but I never heard of it. I never heard of their version. I never even heard of the artist. Well, well, you must be very talented then. Well, that's right. Well, I hope we shall meet again. And if occasionally we uh, we'd have need of an adult ally in our uh, in our investigations. Well, can I have your autograph, sir? Well, well, of course. Uh, yeah, you got a pen there, little little guy. No, I have a a pencil. Always well, good keep enough. a pencil for erasing hit points. Yes, we only use Dixon Ticonderoga number two pencils. Yes, we are both in agreement on the pencil to be used. The Dixon Ticonderoga number two pencil also comes in handy when one needs a steak. And I say that when I say steak, I look over at the, the clerk, you know, behind the counter. A wooden steak. Yes. Well, that was a little suspicious there, fellas. Uh, you seem to be implying that uh, our friend, the video store clerk over there, might be a vampire. Remains to be proven. It remains to be proven. However, I believe that he is keeping from us a documentary film produced by Hammer Film Studio in 1974 called Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. And I believe that he has replaced it with Captain Kangaroo VHS for the sole purpose of preventing us from learning the truth about the full truth about vampires as expressed in that film. And uh, a reason to believe that he's a daywalker because we did see him in the daylight earlier. Well, that's a, <clears throat> that's a very interesting uh, theory, he says, as he, you know, p- grabs a pencil and sort of signs uh, whatever little scrap of paper you happen to to give him um, yeah. I can't say as I've ever heard of that movie myself well, well we we haven't seen it yet but we are on a mission to see it before it's too late because we know that uh, that there are some that it's not just fiction there are truths to it, and, uh, and it could people's lives could be at stake. I say, I <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh well. All right then. That's a uh, that's very interesting. I will keep that uh, in mind. Uh, but uh, well, I, I suppose good luck on your quest. Uh, to find that film and um, I'm gonna continue on my quest to find out who's stealing my goddamn songs very well good luck in your fight against the darkness my friend yes we'll Thank see you. each other again I'm sure of it I have I have every I have every indi- I have, yes I believe that too alright well take care kids he says and he turns around and Jingles the same bells uh, on the way out as you jingled on the way in, and yeah, that guy is so cool. I'm noticing though how uh, he did not seem to recognize Chip, so I think maybe we can be sure of who the real father of Chip is, which was uh, not entirely settled. No, it was not entirely <laughs> settled. Somebody is Chip's father, but okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's go up to our uh, our clerk. Excuse me, you sir. Hear the thunderous roar oh. before you begin speaking of like this extra obnoxiously loud motorcycle exhaust. 
just starting and revving obnoxiously many times, way more than could ever be necessary for any practical reason. He's just doing it to be <laughs> loud and annoying, and then begins, you hear it fading off into the distance as he rides away. Suddenly a little ashamed of my baseball car that's stuck in the uh, back tire of my, my bike. And I'm, I'm rarely ashamed of much, but anyway. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. You're back. Um, what uh, problems? You've got some splaining to do. Yes. Dickie, could you please show him the problem? Yeah, just a little problem. So we get home. We pop open that tape. And what do we see? It starts off the same. Captain. It starts with a K. But it isn't Kronos, it's Kangaroo. You dirty, dirty bad man. What did what did you do? Why did you do it? Who do you work for? Um, I work for Valley Video and um oh, yeah. I didn't do anything. Um I didn't restock this. Somebody else did. Uh I don't know anything about it. Uh here and he grabs the video and a pops it open he looks he's okay so yeah that is in fact captain kangaroo well somebody somewhere screwed something up and it wasn't me um oh, of he dumps him dumps him in the bin for somebody to sort through later he's like okay well let me see if i got another copy back here um actually i got an idea let me check the captain kangaroo case and see if somebody just switched him on accident and he turns around and pulls open yeah. the drawer that marked k and or C, I mean, and begins uh, scanning through, trying to find the the Captain Kangaroo uh, case. And he finds it and pulls it out and cracks it open, and it's empty. Ah, <sighs> well, crap. Nothing is supposed to be put in these drawers if it's empty, he says, and he tosses that one in the same bin. Well, uh, sorry, kids. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I'm not sure where else it might be. I, I don't see another copy of it in this drawer. Um, Captain, Captain, Ka- yeah, it's just Captain Kangaroo, Captain Kronos. Um, got a couple Captain Kangaroo videos. I mean, I can, I guess I can check those if you want and see if it might have got found its way in there. Well, perhaps you could tell us who, uh, perhaps you could tell us who rented this video last. Oh. By which I mean Captain Kronos, not Captain Kangaroo. Um, well, he looks around. I don't think I'm supposed to do that. Well, well you're not supposed to give us the wrong tape, but you did that. That's right. Why, do, why don't you make things right? That's correct. Or maybe we might have to find some alternative means of persuading you. You could... You could just hack into the system. Well, I wouldn't need to hack into the system. I have access to it. I work here. Well, silly. I wasn't talking to you, silly. I was talking to my expert hacker friend who the uh, the movie War Games was based on. That's um, true. It was based on. I, I, I obviously would have uh, you know taken legal action, but there are other legal implications for myself involved in that. But... Uh, uh, I do enjoy a good game of global thermonuclear war. But I will say this, sir. Perhaps you should just do this as a favor for us. Or do we need to take things to the next level? Um, are you threatening me, kid? Oh, I would never threaten you. But and I'm reaching into my backpack. But perhaps if you can't do it for us. You can do it for Yeshua Ben Nostri, a.k.a. Jesus. And I'll take out the crucifix. Well, if the power of Christ compels you to give, us the, to give us the name of the person who rented that last video, sir. Do it. <laughs> well, he, he, he kind of raises an eyebrow and, and looks at you. Um, and he's like, well, um, you know... I, I guess I'm going to need a little more compulsion than that. I guess Mr. Mister Yeshua just isn't cutting it for me. I see. I see. All right. Very well. Very well. Okay. 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 Well. Okay. Well, plan B then, gentlemen. 
Yeah, plan B, which is... Um, no, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously the plan A guy. You're the plan B guy. My plan A, and I put the cruise fix back in my in my backpack. Okay. <clears throat> All right, mister. Do you, do you <laughs> know who I am? Um... <laughs> you ever heard of Crocodile Dundee? Oh, the Paul Hogan movie. Yeah, well, I'm his son. I'm Crocodile Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's right. So you best start getting us our information. Things are going to get rough. Um, that's not a knife. <laughs> I don't well, well, it's funny. Knife. I was going to make a "that's not a dicky" joke, but <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, okay, kid. You know, I got to tell you. First of all, that's really intimidating. Um, that's right. And uh, and so. Um, I'm so scared right now that I can't possibly operate the terminal to get that information. I scared him too much. He's petrified. Yes, you've uh, you've you've succeeded too well. You've succeeded too well. Dang. Plan C. Plan C. No. Uh, hopefully that's not my responsibility, says Chip. <laughs> well, Chip, I think we've both. Uh Throwing in, I think uh, now you, you got to come up with an idea, you know, or at least um, you know get get into the ninja zone. Do what you have to do. Could Perhaps you could do something. Perhaps you could do something to distract him, and I will hop over the register and check the computer for whoever who rented this last. Um. I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, uh, um, uh, and there's nobody else in the store, by the right. way. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so Chip's like looking around trying to find someone else, or, you know, to, to like attempt to engage in a distraction yeah, with or something. My, um, tell him you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, we're sitting here whispering in front of the guy. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I really have to do a, like, a big number two. Um, hey, do you have, can I, is there like, do I have to get like a key or something or how, like, I don't. And the guy's like, um, uh, well, we don't really have a public restroom, but, um, and he reaches under the counter and opens a drawer and pulls out a, a key and hands it to Chip and says, um, yeah, I, it just, if you go back there, um, right by the the adults only curtain. Um, yeah, and go to the left. It's it's yeah, it's locked. But yeah, yeah, you know, if it's a, I understand all about having some digestive issues sometimes. So go for it, kid. Maybe uh, you've drinking something that has uh, upset your stomach. I'm talking to the uh, clerk. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, sometimes I just uh, don't know, can't remember, you know, not sure what gets into you. It's just, uh, you know, just uh, gets all rumbly, and yeah, it's not pleasant. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Well. So, all right. Okay. Out of character planning. What, what can we do? The chip go to the bathroom? Yeah, Chip or? took the key and and, wa- and walked off towards the back of the store to, to go to the bathroom. Um, he, he was, presumably, he doesn't actually have to go to the bathroom. He's just right. going to hang out there for a while. Well, that's not very much of a distraction. He's just hanging out well, in the well, bathroom. <laughs> his thought, when you got him to do it, now this wasn't explicitly mentioned by anyone, but his thought was, he'll go back there and just wait until the clerk has no oh. choice but to come check it out. That's a good idea. No, that's a good idea. I think we might guess that. Mm-hmm. Yes, well... Yeah. Yes, we will just wait for our friend to finish his business. Yes, we'll wait. And, uh, you know, 
so you're just gonna i mean okay well i'll just uh hang out then he says and um pulls up a a rolling desk chair and sits down in it and begins uh, examining his fingernails Mm. your nails grow quickly do you find you have to trim them often um every week or so you know Mm. every week or so Mm. okay uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like awkward. We'll like get awkward for a while. We'll just sit there and stare at him, you know. And, uh, that's, uh, Who do you think would uh, win in a fight between Crocodile D- Dundee and Captain Kronos? Um, I haven't seen uh, the Hammer film. Um, but Crocodile Dundee was a badass, so it's it's that's a tough call. Yes, having not seen Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter, I, I'm not in a position to say. Although something tells me that probably Captain Kronos would win. Well, I'm not so sure, but yes, we'll have to reserve judgment until we see this movie, and we'd already be home watching if it if it wasn't. For this man, yes, here. you know, obviously, obviously, the person who rented this video before us, either accidentally or on purpose, forgot to put it back. Because I'm sure you would have no reason at all for not wanting people to know the truth about vampires. Um, I don't even think vampires are real, kids. So I'm not sure what you're talking about. Well, other, it's funny though that other guy that was in here was talking about vampires too. What is it with this place? I I just I left Pitchwood because people were always talking about vampires. Is that why you left Pitchwood? Is it? That sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A likely story. I noticed that you uh, have a view at Grand National Park out front. Is that yours? She's a beauty. Uh well, <laughs> sort of yeah. I mean, I I don't. I'm the one who drove it here. How about you know, like put it that way? Well, you know, I happen to be a regular listener to Police Band Radio and Police Scanners, and uh, would you be surprised to learn that the Puyallup Grand National was uh, implicated in a hit and run uh, auto accident and a uh, uh, running street battle in Pitchwood just several months ago? Uh, no, not at all. Like, what What car would be more of the badass to be involved in shit like that? Oh, yes, sorry, yes. I shouldn't curse in front of kids. No, that's quite all right. We're, we're far more than just kids, as you say. I would certainly hate for the police to have to bother you by coming and asking questions about your Buick Grand National. Well, okay. It's not mine, but... Um well, so I think I you, well, I would hate the person who does own it to be implicated. Perhaps <laughs> if you were to simply, perhaps if you were simply to give us the name of the person who last rented Captain Kronos the Vampire Hunter, then any awkwardness or embarrassment for the owner of that vehicle could be avoided. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm grasping at straws a little bit. I'm taking some liberties with the fact that, that, you know, the event I'm referring to would have ever been reported to police, but there could have been some random witness. Right. Well, uh, so I he was just going to... My plan was just to sit here and, and, and make small sock <clears throat> bullshit about, you know, Crocodile Dundee versus uh, Captain Kronos, or he was actually going to start asking you about, like, Cape City characters versus each other um oh, and then well, get up and, and walk off to the go to the bathroom oh well don't get us started to, about to that fall in. don't get us started about so, that cape city yeah um <laughs> but, I, mean, I was gonna have him conveniently forget that you'd been pestering him about it um <laughs> um but 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 <clears throat> actually we're getting a little bit uh low on time so rather than um, attempt to fill any space by getting into a <laughs> lengthy debate about uh, Cape City characters fighting each other, yes. um, he's going to uh, say, he's like, looks, you know, at his watch. And uh, he's like, um, is your friend always take this long? 
Well, sometimes, uh, but uh, no, usually this, not quite. Not yeah, quite this just seems a bit unusual. What about unusual? I know. I wonder if he had an accident or something. God forbid he should have an accident, slip and fall, or perhaps some, you know, crack his head open on the porcelain of the toilet bowl. Think of the lawsuits that would ensue, the personal responsibility of you for giving him the key for a bathroom that's not public use. Perhaps you should go and see if oh. he's all right. Yeah. You might want to check around in there and see if there's, like, wet a wet floor and see if he slipped and make sure that everything's up to code or you could be in some real legal trouble. Yeah, you could be in some real legal trouble. And he sighs. <sighs> Shit. And he gets up and heads towards the back of the store and turns around as he's walking and says, Don't touch the fucking computer, kid. Mm. <laughs> and points at Plunger and, yeah. and well, walks off towards the back of the store and disappears. He, yeah, the second he leaves, and despite the fact that I could probably walk around the counter, I'm going to like try to hop up on it you know, and get a leg up on it. Give me a boost. Give me a boost. Let's yeah, go, Dickie. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> Operation Condor Boost. And... Uh, um. And I like immediately try to use my uh, my computer geek skills to uh, figure out who who rented Captain Kronos last. And well, first of all, you have to get in because it is there is uh, it's you know it's protected by some kind of password. At the well, obviously, the password is. And uh, I just rolled a nine for computer geek. I don't know if that does me any good. Damn, I mean, you technically needed a 10. Um, that's really close, though. Um, it's really close, and... I'm trying uh, to think of, like, a... Can, can, we, can we twist the rice's rules to get a helping die from my friend? Can he Can he give me a helping dice? And I believe it's within the spirit of rice's to... to uh, do a little freewheeling rules tweaking. Yeah, okay, so here we go. I'm imagining I'm burning like wheel typing helping in, dice. Typing in fr- frantically trying to basically brute force this password. Thorn- <laughs> and, and and I will allow, a, a sure, a helping die from Dickie if he's, like, loudly whispering suggestions to try. Right. Yeah. Did you try... Uh, vampire. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I can spell it with a Y. You're absolutely correct. Let me try that again. Oh, my God. I rolled a one. I rolled a one on this other well, helping Exactly what you needed. Uh, exactly what we need. And so I was lucky to get that nine in the first place because I've only got two dice. I got a six and a three. Oh, wow. Time. Only two. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well, um, so you do get in um, with some help from, from Dickie. And... Um, you know, now you, in order to sort of quickly familiarize yourself with the system and locate the information you're seeking, um, that would be another computer geek role, I think, but this time only a five. Okay, here we go, here we go. This time, oh, well, unfortunately, once again, I am literally one short. I have two twos. I have two twos. I can't find this. Captain Kronos, Captain Kronos, Captain Kronos, Captain Kronos. wonder how they've got this stored. We're running out of time. I can't quite get it. Dickie, well, give it a try. Do you want me to give you more time? I can go in the bathroom and just, you know, cause well, more chaos. See if you can. See if you can do it. See if you can do it real quick. I'll keep my eye out. Me? Well. You're a nerd. Come on. I am a super nerd. You're I a super four. nerd. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like grab your shoulders and shake it, and then like slap you. Come on, come on, toughen up. You could do it. I've learned from the best. That's absolutely right. My turn to shine. This is your time. This is your time. And what are you rolling uh, against, Dicky? Uh, I have four in super nerd. Well, uh, all right. It's not specific to computers, but it's. You know, just nerdy stuff. Yeah. That's a nerdy thing to do. It is. I I think it might raise the difficulty to 10 since it's not computer specific. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Here we go. Thirteen. 
13. All right. So Dickie um, is able to quickly sort of search around in the interface and find the last person who rented this video. And indeed, um, so first of all, the name uh, that you find is being a Kingsley. And um, you got a sufficient enough success. I mean, you was, you didn't just get right on it. You got a few pips over. Um, and so I'm going to allow, without any additional rolling, that you're able to quickly figure out how to um, get, like, get to his sort of user profile page mm-hmm. um, in the interface. And you're able to find his address as well. And um, I'm going to assume you, you know, begin writing it down, perhaps on the same scrap of paper that your uh, new Night Ranger friend uh, had signed. Yeah. And as you're doing that, however, um, (laughs) Cam Clinton, the clerk, uh, comes uh, walking (laughs) out from the back, you know, around the corner, guiding chip by the arm um he's like your friend wasn't even going to the bathroom and then he notices that you're behind the counter both of you are behind the counter he's like god damn it he lets go of chip he's like what did i tell you and he runs you told him not me (laughs) i'm going to the counter by the way I'm going to stand up and do it like Karate Kid style, um, you know, move with my arms up in the air and stand on one foot, but then just jump off of the counter and run to hell for the door. All right. Well, let's, let's go. Operation fake, Flying Condor. Fake crane. Oh, Condor would yeah. be the proper That's term. Condor. Yeah. Uh, so he's running at both, like at us both. He, yeah, he's he's running towards the front of the store. Plunger has just leapt off the counter and is running for the front door. Chip is kind of standing there looking what looking around trying to figure out what to do and sees Plunger is running towards the front door and looks like he's probably about to start doing the same thing. Yeah. And you're well, in the middle of writing down this address. Yeah, I will I'll I'll try to finish writing as fast as I can. Um, or or actually, I think he would just try to he would stop writing if he was in you know immediate threat. He would try to trust his memory that when he you know saw it, that he would remember it later. Yeah, and you've got the name, so we can. This and is I, the era the of and, phone books. We can always. In fact, know. I think he knows who Bing Kingsley is. He would recognize the name I, because Plunger definitely knows. Association, yeah, he's famous, sort of. With yes, uh, with Bigfoot, and he he had written written um, the book. Well, I mean, Plunger surely read Bigfoot's penis some dozens of several times. I have made my own annotations, and I have several quibbled with it, but in general, it's solid, solid uh, research. Mostly due to the contributions of Bart Garfinkel. Yes, and who right. Dickie has met. So he would yes. definitely be aware yeah. of being Kingsley. Yeah. But yeah. we got this guy well, going for the door. Yeah. So Dickie, uh, what, what, I mean, it sounded like Plunger's running for the door. Chip is going to be running for the door in a split second. Dickie is abandoning his. He's gotten as far as 5324 written down. Um, he's just going to grab his paper and run for the door as well. Sounds like. So you all do that. And you, the first couple of you, uh, you two, like Plunger hits the door first, obviously. Um, and is on his bike by the time Dickie or is getting on his bike by the time Dickie gets to the, um, front door. But, uh, Cam, who was running for the counter, as when you guys hit the front door, he turns, stops running towards the counter, and runs towards the front door. As Chip is running for the front door, but gets there first, and uh, he turns around and looks like he's going to block the door uh, and not let Chip leave. Wait, 
Oh. He's gonna get Chip. We can't leave a man behind. Quick, Dickie, your dick's in Ticonderoga number two pinfall. Give him the steak! <laughs> uh, uh, well, are we sure he's a vampire? You're about to find out. <laughs> I don't know if I could just... It's, I mean, if I knew he was a vampire, of course I would never hesitate to... to Damn it, man, if you don't have the, the chutzpah, then I'll do it. Throw it here. Fine, you do it. Can I like, ride my bike at the front door holding the pencil out, like, jousting? You know? Um, oh. uh, perhaps you'd oh, I care want, to have sorry. a... I wanted to say something. <laughs> so, since, um, since this guy we know out of character who this guy is, um, I think it's very um, appropriate that he is... Uh, did we say... In, I don't remember if we said last time on air who we think it is. Does anyone remember? Well, I said who it is is, and it is who you think oh, it is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did say yeah. his name. He's Cam so from Exanguination. He is Fangun. a vampire. He is a vampire, and he is a daywalker. So that whole cross thing and everything, I mean, he's just much more powerful than a regular vampire that's correct but yeah and course, i mean and i was ruling that if you know he would have come into physical contact with the with yeah. the crucifix that would have caused some pain but but just like yeah. showing it to him he's just that's not yeah you know, and and maybe even, and maybe he doesn't like it but he can just fake it off and, and not you know yeah um so anyway i think um dickie will uh toss his pencil to plunger okay yeah and i'm gonna ride for the door like holding a pencil out like a like i'm jousting a uh, unhand our friend or perhaps you'll get the stake um and so chip is basically standing there um he's like stopped running obviously because this much larger adult is blocking the door and you ride up plunger and um the clerk turns around and reaches out and locks the door and turns back around towards the counter and walks over and picks up a phone he's he's calling uh his other um broods a brood uh He's calling his brood Broodies, dudes. whatever they're called. He's calling his brood, brood dudes. dudes. Well. Well, or, I guess... Uh, I don't know who he's, who he's calling. Look, looking at the time, I, I have this terrible feeling you're going to tell us that we're going to have to wait a week to, uh, to find out what happens. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, if there's any sort of last minute stuff you want to do, but the door is kind of locked and Chip's stuck mm-hmm. in here and, you know, this dude's making a call and maybe Chip can, just, you know, unlock the door and burst out real quick before he can come back or something. And maybe Quickly, Chip. We'll, I mean, we'll like, you know, we'll like pound on the windows, you know, and I'm going to cut the phone line. That's actually, that's actually not a terrible idea at all. Yeah. Well, you'd have to find them first, though. Yeah. It might take a bit more time than than you would want to uh, spend. But I'm going to give Chip um, a roll to see if he can sneakily unlock the door and slip out muffling the bells. Because this guy's got his back to him for the moment. Um, And if he can... The three of you might just get away. And I was I was planning to just have you two go on and just leave Chip here, but no, never he, leave a man succ- behind. If he succeeds at this rule, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, that, but it wasn't really that hard, though. I, I mean, really, only need a five. So um, I would say that he, yeah. I mean, he 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 silently, you know, pulls the door open and slips out, and he's like. Dudes, let's get the hell out of here. Yes, uh, that was a nice slip. You you really are a ninja. Yes, you really are a ninja. You didn't even make those bells on the door ring. 
But we're making enemies all over the place in this town. Now, next stop, Bing Kingsley's house. Bing Kingsley's house. All right, well, uh, well, yeah. Uh, whatever, as long as we get to see that freaking movie tonight. My friend, before dawn, we will be watching Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter. That much I promise you. I hear that plane flying, a Douglas DC-10, but I ain't seen an airport since I don't know when. I've been stuck in Hargate prison, time keeps dragging on. But that plane, it keeps on flying, but I'm here all alone. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, you always be a good boy, don't you ever play with guns? But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear those engines blowing, I hang my head. Bet there's rich folks eating up in first class on that jet They're probably drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep on moving And that just tortures me Freed me from this prison if that big old plane was mine. I bet I'd fly it further through the clouds in that big sky. Yes, far from Hardgate Prison, that's where I'd want to stay. And those high bypass turbo fans would blow my blues away. Hey everybody, if you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world, and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.